Time is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women finding a support provider. It is not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking trying to find me, I tell them all. You know the story, amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone? Happy Tuesday, January 11, 2022. It's your girl, D or Danielle, whatever you prefer to call me. That's your business. But I'm so happy to be able to give to you episode 10. We're here. We reached it. We're climbing up this podcast ladder, which is a part of my corporate climb here, right? We're, we're, we're climbing up. We're doing good things here on the Corporate Climb Show with episode 10. Today's topic is respect and trust. I'm so excited to bring to you this this topic because I had a moment last week where I was speaking to somebody and I, I said to this person, I said, what are you looking to do in the first 90 days? Gain the respect of the people? You know, we're going through like goals and objectives and he's like, no, I uh, respect that. Uh, I, I respect my kid's teacher for what they do for a living. I respect them, right? I, 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 I respect the guy who pumps my gas. I respect him. But that's not the goal. The goal is to earn the trust of the people, to get them to trust me. Because you can respect someone, but not necessarily trust them. You can respect someone's abilities. You can be admirable to someone's skill, but that doesn't mean you trust that person. And I just went, wow, that's pretty big. And I want to get into that. But before I get into that, let's get into some music. Here's Major Lazer, Lean On. Fire a gun. All we need is somebody to lean on that is so true. Do whatever you got to do, right? Blow a kiss. Fire a gun. That's all cool. But at the end of the day, all we really need is someone to lean on. And you guys have all played that trust game, right? Where you're all on the line. And you got your hands crossed. You close your eyes. And then the person says who's running the games are like, okay, just let go and fall back. 
and fall into the arms of the person behind you. It's a trust exercise, right? Some of you guys have done this at your employers where you have those team bonding or the, those team those team engagement events, you know, where you're, you're going out and you're trying to just build that rapport with your team and you play these games where you cross your arms over your chest, hand shoulder to shoulder, right hand on left shoulder, left hand on right shoulder. They say, close your eyes and fall back. And you're supposed to just fall into the arms of the person behind you, into your colleague behind you, and you're supposed to trust them. They're supposed to be that person that you can lean on. But in order to lean on somebody and feel supported by somebody, and know that they'll catch you before you hit the ground. That requires what we call trust. Oh, I never was successful at that game. I can tell you why. I don't trust very easily. I really don't. It is hard for me to trust somebody. When I had this conversation with this individual last week, we were talking about this person's goals. They're, they're getting ready to start this new, this new position. And, you know, we're talking about what they intend to do, you know, 30, 60, 90 days, the plan they had for themselves. And it wasn't this crazy PowerPoint presentation that they had put together for me. It wasn't this long winded story. It wasn't unattainable task. It was something so simple. They said to me, I'm just going to work on getting to know the people that I'm going to work with every day. I'm going to, my goal is to get to know the people and they get to know me. I want to know the team that I'm working with every day because in order for me to be successful at my job, I have to know what everyone is doing. And not only that, that I have to know what they're good at, where their weaknesses are so where I can come in and help them because if I can capitalize on their strengths and fine tune their weaknesses and they trust me with that, I'm able to do my job because they're able to their, do their jobs. So I'm working on building trust. If I can get the trust of the people of the team, I know that I can trust them and they know just as much they can trust me. We can close our eyes and put our hands, right hand on left shoulder, left hand on right shoulder, and we can fall back and know that no matter what happens, our team, somebody on our team, because that trust is built, will support us and leverage us before we hit the ground. It had nothing to do with gaining the respect of the people. It had nothing to do with this individual telling these people their background and all these years of experience and all the wonderful things they've done in the community and at their former employers and trying to convince them why they got the job, they were the right person for the job and why they got the job and how they got the job. That was not their focus. Their focus was building the trust building the trust of their team members. And I think that is something that we often fail to do. We go into work and we just fight for our respect. Every day, we fight for our respect. And we go about it in ways that don't make sense often, right? We throw titles at people. We throw monetary things at people. We throw org charts at people and we say, this is where I'm at on the org chart. So you have to respect me. You have to listen to me because I'm here on the organizational chart. 
My role is this. My income is this. I have X amount of stock in the company. You must respect me. No, 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 no. That's not true, is it? I can respect your role. Sure, I respect your profession. I respect that you're an excellent marketing person, an excellent HR person, an excellent finance person, a heck of a scientist. I respect that. I I respect what you do. I really do. But that doesn't mean I trust what you do. That doesn't mean I am going to follow your lead. I respect your craft. Surely do. I know I couldn't do what you do. One, I'm probably not interested in marketing or finance or, you know, any of that stuff. Being a rocket scientist or uh, a programmer or an engineer or whatever it may be. I don't want to do it. So I respect that you do it. But until I understand why you're good at what you do, and not just because you're telling me, but because I've seen those outcomes, I've seen the impact, I've seen your ability to influence and motivate and grow people, I'm probably not going to trust you 100%. See, because trust is certainly earned. Respect, you can give somebody respect. That's not that that's not that challenging, right? We grow up and our parents tell us, you know, my grandmother always told me respect your elders. So it was natural for me as I grew up, I always respected people who were older than me. I didn't have to know them, but I knew if I was walking out of a building and there was somebody who was older than me behind me, my grandmother taught me, well, I hold the door. I don't got to trust those people. I'm not going to follow them and jump in the car with them. I don't know them but I can respect them for what it's worth. I can respect them for what I see. I can respect them because of my upbringing. That's what my grandmother told me to do. But my grandmother didn't tell me, trust everybody who's older than you. She did not tell me that. (laughs) She did not tell me that. So when this individual told me that their goal was to gain the trust of the people and for them to see who they can trust, I was like, wow, that just did something to me, right? I just had an aha moment because, you know, sometimes I I go into work and situations and I'm like, I just want to be respected. I want to walk into a room and people know that I'm there and they just all eyes on me. I want to feel respected, but that's not why people are going to gravitate towards you and give you attention, is it? Surely is not. People will gravitate towards you and give you the attention that you rightfully deserve in those moments when they trust you and your word is worth them absorbing. They want to absorb what you're about to say. They want to pay attention to it because they trust what you're saying is meaningful. They trust what you're saying is credible. That has nothing to do with somebody respecting you at all. Respect is at the bare minimum level. We should just be giving respect to people because that's the right thing to do. But trust is a different story. And when this individual said that to me, I was like blown away by something so simple. It's so simple. Respect 
versus trust. And when we go to work often, we are seeking the wrong thing. We are seeking, we are chasing the wrong feeling. We want to feel respected. You hear that all the time. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. But did any of you ever actually sit down and listen to what Miss Aretha Franklin was saying in that record? I sure as heck believe that you probably did not because most of you are not, don't sit there and break down music the way I break down music. I typically only listen to music that has meaningful lyrics behind it unless it's just some catchy, annoying song I can't get out of my head. But let's really think about what Miss Aretha Franklin said in her song, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Respect. Find out what it means to me. What does it mean to you? What does respect mean to you? Let me break something down real quickly. Real quickly that a lot of you probably didn't catch when you first heard or the second time or tenth time you heard this record. Miss Aretha Franklin, she says this. I ain't gonna do you wrong while you're gone. I ain't gonna do you wrong because I don't wanna. All I'm asking is for a little respect when you come home. I'm about to give you all of my money. And all I'm asking in return, honey, is for you to give me my propers or my props. Respect. When you get home, hold your kisses sweeter than honey. And guess what? So is my money. 
All I'm asking you is for a little respect. Ladies and gentlemen, what she's saying to you is she's credible. She's reliable. You know I'm not going to leave you. You know that. Because I don't want to. You can trust that. You know I'm good for the money. I'm reliable. I'm about to give it to you. You can count on it. You got that. But now all I'm asking for is a little bit of respect. What she's saying is this relationship already has the trust. It already has the trust. You know I'm reliable. You know I'm good for it. You can trust that. That is built. That was earned. That was shown to you. That was proven. That was received. That was noted. But now part two is the respect. Now all I'm asking for is a little bit of respect. You see the difference? That relationship she is describing was built on not respect because she's asking for respect. Now she's asking for it. But it was built on trust. And if we go into our relationships, personal, professional, and we just want people to respect us, that's fine. Someone can respect your hustle. They can respect your craft. They can respect what you're attempting to do. They can respect what you've done and what you're doing. That's cool. I respect my teachers at school for teaching me certain things. I can respect some of the people that I passed in my seasons of life. I can respect some of those people. Sure. Doesn't mean I trust every person I respect. When I was growing up, my grandmother always told me to respect my elders. So it was very natural and still is very natural and will always be natural for me. When I see someone older than me, an elder of mine, coming behind me when I'm opening a door, it is innate, it is natural that I hold the door for them. That is respect. It does not mean I'm going to jump in the car with them and trust that they're one, a good driver, and two, are going to get me to my destination safe or get me to my destination at all. I can't trust that. I don't know them, but I can certainly respect them at for what it's worth, at face value, for what I can see. So it was just such an aha moment for me when I had this conversation with this individual because guilty. Sometimes, oftentimes, I'm a human being, not perfect, none of us are. No homo sapien is. And I, you know, and I say that very, very scientifically. No homo sapien is. We're humans. We are wired to not be perfect. We are wired to make mistakes. We are wired to bump our heads. We are wired to be a little hard-headed. We are wired to be stubborn. We are wired to be imperfect. We are wired to have flaws. And in my wiring, my imperfected, imperfect wiring, I have gone into many situations just hoping in trying to demand a certain respect, a respect, something, some vote of confidence, not realizing until recently that quite possibly I'm not getting the vote of confidence that I'm seeking because I haven't taken the time to build a certain amount of trust in that relationship in which I am seeking 
that kind of respect. You see, when I go to work, people can respect that I'm an HR director. They can respect my hustle in getting to that level in my career. They can respect I've gone to school. They can respect I've sat for a sharam test or in in past, right? They can respect those those credentials at at the at the last part of my name, whatever, right? That I call it the the, the alphabetic soup, right? So <laughs> they can respect all that. Fine, sure, we respect that. D, we respect you're an HR director. You've gone to the school and you've taken the test. Great. It doesn't mean that right off the gate, because of all those things, that they are going to trust my suggestions. They are going to trust my presentations because trust is in fact earned. And when I had this, this conversation with this individual, I went, ah, I need to change how I'm going about certain things. Not all things. There's some things I do right, I think, I hope. <laughs> but you know, I need to change my expectation that the moment I walk into a room because my resume says I'm all these great things and I've done all these awesome things and achieved all these things at such an early part in my life that people are just going to naturally trust that my word is a bond. Oh, that's earned. They gotta see, they gotta see what I can do. They gotta see that I can provide solutions that actually make sense, that there's some meaning behind them. And not only see what I can do, but also see that I can listen and help them do what they're seeking to do or set out to do. And it was such a big moment for me. And maybe some of you are listening to this and go, that's stupid. I, I, you know, whatever. Duh, D. But for me, I, it wasn't duh. It wasn't common sense to me. I had to listen. I had to be taught. And a part of being trustworthy is the ability to be able to teach when we have mastered teaching we can all teach by the way we can all teach someone what to do it doesn't mean that we're going to be teaching effectively though we can tell someone some facts and they can learn those facts and go on and take them and run with them but it doesn't actually mean that they were effective enough to really be meaningful in the way that we were hoping to a lot of us teach when we are frustrated, we teach passively, do this, do this, do that, and they, you keep moving. Oh, you did it wrong. Let me show you how to do it. We don't teach to take our time. We don't teach with the understanding that the person receiving that lesson may not receive it right away the way we hope them to. We don't teach slowly or carefully or effectively. We teach passively. Most of us are terrible teachers, which is why a lot of you don't trust a lot of your teachers because they just threw facts at you and walked away. But the ones that taught you things effectively, they told you once, they told you twice, they showed you different ways to do it. They talked slowly. They made sure that you were listening. So they asked for some feedback to make sure that what they were saying was sticking so they can continue the conversation. Those, my friends, are teachers. And many good teachers, most good teachers, are some trustworthy people. You know why? Because they took the time to build that teacher-student relationship. 
most teachers also want to be taught. So in when when they were talking to you and teaching you things, they were also listening to see what you picked up. And maybe you picked up something, you interpreted what they were saying, and they went, oh, you know what? I never thought of it that way. And you taught them something. So in part, that relationship starts to be a two-way street. And you know what we call that, people? We call that building trust. We call that putting some cement on the ground and hoping that in part it hardens and turns to concrete and not concrete that cracks but concrete that is sustainable that is durable that is reliable you know what we call those things trusting that is some trusted cement you were building some trusted concrete i should say i work in a i work in a cement and concrete uh, industry so forgive me because it's starting to rub off on me you see what I'm saying, though, you guys? Trust and respect, guys, gals, two different things. So I hope somebody, someone out there listening had an aha moment today, this morning, or whenever you listen to the podcast and went, yeah, and don't thank me. Thank the individual that I talked to. I was just being a student. I was just being a sponge and I took that sponge and now I'm, 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 I'm wringing it out on you guys. And hopefully you can, you can teach this to other people, right? That domino effect. Trust, respect, two different things. Go into relationships, new relationships, looking to build trust, not respect. Someone can respect your title. They can respect degrees on the walls. Fine. That's one. That's type one respect. Sure, we'll call that type one. I just made that up. We'll call that type one. But when we build the trust, that trust is earned, it's a two-way street, there's a type two respect. It comes after the trust. It's the respect. It's that, it's that foundation that hardens the cement, that makes it concrete. That's respect two. Go into your relationships, your new beginnings, trying to build trust with folks. And if people cannot trust you, take a step back and reevaluate. Maybe you're teaching passively. Maybe you're talking at someone instead of talking to someone. Maybe you're talking just to send a message, but you are not talking to receive the message. It's just a one-way street for you. That's not good. That's not how trust is built. It's not how it's earned. It's got to be balanced. It's got to be balanced relationship. If you're going to send a message out, you better be able to open up and receive a message too. Build that trust with people, guys and gals. It sounds easy. It's not easy. We are human. We are wired to make mistakes. We are wired to be stubborn. We are wired to only like people that remind us of us because it's familiar and it's comfortable. We are not wired to step out of our comfort zones and listen to somebody who is not like us, that coming from a different background, with a different perspective, from a different walk of life. We are wired sometimes to be our own worst enemy. Be more open-minded. Be more open-minded. Go into relationships looking to learn not just looking to talk at someone and point and give directives. That is wrong. That is not good leadership skills. It's not even good management skills. It's bad people skills. Stop being selfish when you're building these relationships. Be selfless. 
Build those trusts with your teams, with your communities. It will go far. I know it will go far because this individual has gone very far in their career. And it's a very admirable career. I respect that career. And I look forward to building that trust with this person that I can learn from them and they can learn from me. And vice versa. See what I'm saying? And then we can go into respect two, type two of respect that I was talking about. That, that, that magic solution that hardens that, that cement, that mixture. It makes it a nice foundation, a stable one, a reliable one to walk on. Wow. I mean, wow, what a conversation. You know, I don't know if this happens to anybody listening, but I've had some conversations with folks, pretty deep and extensive conversations, and they were engaging. And yeah, maybe in that moment, I, I took something out of it for a second, but it didn't stick. But did you ever have a conversation with someone and it was something they said, whether it was in a five minute briefing or a two hour conversation, but one little thing they said in almost uh, one breath just stuck with you. I just felt like that conversation that I had with this person last week, it just, I knew it was going to stick with me for the rest of my career, probably for the rest of my life, just going into relationships, looking to build trust and not looking to demand or build respect. It changed, it's, it changed my whole approach from that point on to how I'm going into relationships professional personal it was just an amazing conversation and I wish I just wish sometimes that like some folks could be flies in the walls when I have certain conversations with people and this was definitely one of them oh man what what a good one let's get into some music Drake and Rihanna take care You bought the dream because they sold you one. And you love your friends, but somebody should have told you something to save you. Oh my, oh my. Well, I'm your friend and I can do my best to try and save you or at least point you in the right direction. We are going to talk about that next week, actually. How some of you may have bought the dream because some employer sold you one. And when you got there, you realized all the glitter is not gold. We're going to talk about that next week on the Corporate Climb show that airs 
every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms. I'm talking Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're probably on it. And if we're not, shoot me an email at thecorporateclimbshow at gmail.com. Let me know that I'm not on your favorite podcast platform, and I'll do the best I can to get on there. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at the Corp Climb. That's T-H-E-C-O-R-P-C-L-I-M-B. Follow us on Twitter. Share it with your friends. Check us out on LinkedIn. Before we sign off for the day, I have some quick announcements about some awesome opportunities in the HR world. I just want to note that none of these organizations are paying me to make this announcement. I am doing it for friends of friends or because I know somebody within that organization. Here we go. Insperity, HR that makes a difference, is looking for their next HR specialist for their Northeast region in Morristown, New Jersey. That's right. Insperity, they're looking for a human resources specialist for their Northeast region in Morristown, New Jersey. If you're interested in learning more, Go on their website, check it out. My friends at Parabolic, that's www.goparabolic.com, are looking for a part-time remote HR generalist to join their amazing crew. If you're interested in learning more, visit www.goparabolic.com. Until next week, have a fantastic week, everyone. See ya. Hey everyone, it's me, Sparky. Thanks for joining us today on The Corporate Climb. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at The Corp Climb. See ya!